0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Good Go Great podcast. I'm Talia Toha. Welcome. If you are new here, we talk all things from personal development to entrepreneurship. And if you're joining us from one of the 60 countries that are already listening to this podcast, I wanted to Heartily congratulate you and heartily welcome you. But if you're joining us from one of the countries that we haven't um, graced on this podcast as well, I wanted to welcome you as well because this is so cool. Uh, One of my favorite things about waking up in the morning is to do this and speak with you guys and share some of the amazing stories of people who are just starting out, all the way to people who are already far ahead in in the years and years that they've been doing um, what they love to do. So, today, I wanted to talk to you and talk with you about building an audience and loyal customers by speaking. And I think this is something that is resonating with a lot of people who are probably tuning in right now because you guys are probably looking at, okay, well, how do I build an audience with what I'm doing? How do I grow my client or customer base? How do I get my voice heard in the office, right? And whatever it is that you're struggling with or challenged by right now whether that is having a call with your clients or customers Uh, maybe you're thinking about presenting a project right to your boss or something or maybe even you are joining in on a zoom room or clubhouse room or whatever it is and also maybe even speaking on a podcast you're dealing with kind of the question of okay well, how do I speak for six minutes? How do I speak for 60 minutes in such a way that people not only listen, but engage and are impacted in such a way that they would look you up and they just go, you know what, I'll work with them. So those are some of the questions that we're going to be answering right now because this is a topic that I'm super passionate about. It has been a true, true joy for me to be able to share this podcast with you and just the whole show with you because uh, I know that a lot of people who are coming in and sharing with me, Talia, this has been helpful because XYZ because this allows them to come home and spend more time with their friends or family or kids or whatever it is. This is really why we're here. So thank you for joining us, for input free, and welcome. If you haven't already, be sure to follow and subscribe or hit add or collect if you're in Pandora. Go Solvers, let's dive in. Okay, you guys. So I wanted to share with you, actually, I wanted to start with this uh, this time when I was asked to speak. I remember I was fairly new. I was in my, gosh, at that point, it was probably early 20s. And I had just joined a new company. And it was a big company. There was probably about 2,000 employees there. And it was this uh, big, big uh, institution. And I was in a room full of, I think, about 20 or 30 other senior uh, senior members there, right? And so it was a very intimidating room to begin with. And I think if you have listened to me for a while, you know that I am super passionate about helping people who feel small to get and take bigger and bigger leaps, right? And so this is something that I truly enjoy uh, sharing with you about. And specifically with this story, what was funny was that I walked into the room and I was like, I didn't have any, you know, nice clothes per se. I mean, it was neat and everything, but the whole room was just shiny shoes, you know, like all is like very put together and um, and it wasn't intimidating, right? Like I said. And so what's funny though, I immediately was asked, I was immediately asked by the person leading the meeting to share my thoughts on a specific topic that they were talking about. And it was obviously um, a work related topic. And I won't go into the details of it, but it was, I was, I was just so nervous to begin with. And I was so um, just beyond myself. I just didn't know what to say. I started along. I was just, people can probably sense that I was so nervous that uh, because they, they probably go like, who is this person? (laughs) Like, they just kind of look at each other. And I can tell from some of the exchanges and the looks that they exchange with each other that they were probably like, okay, this girl is probably in over her head. And it was just the most, I felt, quite humiliated, right? I felt like I was, I was put in the spotlight without, uh, without preparation and all these things. And being a nerd, you know, and being an introvert, I always felt like I I needed the preparation. And, um, and this time around, I wasn't given that. And so, you know with if you guys have been in meetings before and i 'm sure you have or maybe even present and to present to your even in college right classmates or um, in in the workplace present to other people. it can be kind of tricky to get any message across literally for it within just three to 5 right to 6 minutes even cuz that's usually the amount of time that you have up there and i think this is this relates back to if you are running a business or you're maybe thinking about starting a business there are these moments when you're caught off guard, when you have to speak, and maybe this is like a client call that you have or a sales call that you have where you have to convey whatever it is that you're offering and sharing to the world. And they have to, within minutes, either go, yeah, maybe, or yes, definitely, or just no, not at all. You know, so these are some of the questions that Really is kind of surprising as I grow in my career and definitely now in my business. It's just really surprising to me how important it is to to be able to convey your information and and whatever it is that you want to share within that small amount of time. Now, if you kind of if you've been Thinking about growing your audience online, and I've only recently been, um, you know, online as well. It is really interesting to see, even on certain areas, certain platforms, you really only have mere seconds, right? Seconds to convey before other people tune out and they go to another uh, topic. And so, how do you convey, how do you speak and build an audience and maybe even loyal customers, clients, right? People who believe in you within? six minutes, perhaps, right? Or even 60 minutes, if you're thinking about presentations, or you're preparing for a job interview, or you're preparing for a podcast interview with somebody. And that's an hour time slot. How do you create this? Now, I do want to share with anyone listening, they're probably going to, some of you guys are probably going, well, you know, 60 minutes, not a problem, that's plenty of time. Not so much. It's very interesting to see because I've interviewed a number of different people on the podcast and in other uh, other opportunities as, as well. Not just on the podcast, and I've definitely seen the difference between uh, effective you know, when you're speaking for an hour and you're doing it effectively and um, and the audience engages with you and go, you know what, I'm going to check them out. I'm going to go to their site, whatever, versus a whole hour where, yeah, the audience will tune in, but then they they then move on, right? So it's kind of interesting if you think about this, just because you have the you have more time, it doesn't actually mean that you are given more opportunity. Actually, you have to kind of think of it sort of in reverse, where actually, with that big of a time, you have to be not just thoughtful about what you're conveying, but also if your goal is to grow your business, perhaps perhaps be a little bit more strategic about the ways that you're doing this. So I think this is true for a six-minute conversation and even a 60-minute conversation, right? And how many times have you been been presented with the opportunity to meet maybe with somebody who is your hero, somebody that you have been following and, and admired in terms of their work, and then maybe you meet them at a conference or somebody had connected you to them, and, and then you're kind of scratching your head and you're going, well, how do I? Not just introduce myself, but how do I then convey the communication across so that the the relationship continues right and so these are the two things that I want to touch on today. How do you do this? How do you build an audience and loyal customer uh, and loyal customers I should say by speaking for six minutes versus sixty minutes now obviously, it doesn't have to be a hard sixty minutes or a hard six minutes. it's just a matter it's just a matter of comparing what it takes to deliver something within minutes versus within an hour, because they're not the same at all, right? And so I actually wanted to start with the 60-minute conversation. And, um, <laughs> and this is so, so crucial, because so many of us are presented with that opportunity, and then we Maybe not waste it, but it just kind of slips off of our hands, right? So, if you are in the middle of thinking about getting that job interview, if you're in the middle of thinking about getting a podcast interview, right, to get more visibility, this is kind of crucial because um, I do remember in my the earlier times when I was first just starting to get on other podcasts and um, and was interviewed by various people. I did remember one of my first couple of tries was was not successful at all. In fact, it, it bombed, right? It just, it terribly bombed. It was just the worst. I didn't have my, I didn't have everything lined up. I didn't have my, you know, microphone on. I didn't have, it was just kind of, and you'd be surprised to think about it, right? And you're just kind of like, well, how, you know, shouldn't this be fairly simple? Um, but it is kind of surprising because uh, every day, sometimes I would encounter this as well. Other podcasters have, have encountered, this issue as well, because when you have this one-hour time slot how do you get into the flow of the conversation, not just with the host, but with the topic, um, expert topics that you are also sharing, so that you are optimizing and really maximizing on the impact of your visibility and an impact of when you you are on this interview, job interview, podcast interview, whatever. So one hour, I do remember, I wanted to share with you the one hour that I felt like was a total waste. And it wasn't necessarily interview related it was a conversation that I had actually with somebody who wanted to work with me. And this was years and years and years ago. And it was so funny because they actually reached out to me and they go, Hey, Talia, I'm, you know, I've heard that you help businesses grow. I hope that I heard that you can, um, you know, you can do this for businesses who feel like they're small, who are small and all these things. And I go, yeah, for sure. You know, whatever. And, and as we Started to converse as we started to continue with the conversation, I had realized that they had been maybe misinformed about what it is that I do, and they uh, kept going on about how they wanted to do things, you know, this and that, and I think they kind of misunderstood what I do, right? So I think that was the first kind of. Uh, technique that I understand. I'm like, Oh, okay, so not everybody already immediately knows exactly what you do, even if you have your profile and everything. So I do want to recommend if you have your your website or your profiles anywhere um, up, you want to be sure that it it does convey what it is exactly that you're doing. Because I think a lot of people still get confused what exactly it is that you do. So, um, you know, obviously, with what I do, I mean, I share programs for people who are wanting to do this. And I share, you know, e-courses, and I share all of these things. And obviously, with the podcast, as well, there are variations of what you do, so you want to, for sure, mention the first thing in, in that sixty minute conversation. Um, you know, if they don't already know you and you haven't been introduced, that that's the first thing that you go, okay. Well, I do X, Y, Z, and you do want to be able to do this within like a, a sentence or two, um, because otherwise people will tune out. You know, they'll tune out. They'll just go, I don't know what this is. Not for me. Next, right? And that's really something that you want to avoid. Void because if you think about what everyone else is doing right now, they are all constantly scrolling. Right? They're scrolling your emails. They're scrolling past your um, DMs. They're scrolling through your uh, your website. They're scrolling for so. Um, and scrolling again, it just takes them three seconds or so to decide whether they want to stay or they want to keep moving on. And if your goal is to serve people that are actually needing it it is important for us to be able to find those people who, um, who really do need it and can then engage with you in a meaningful way. So with that said, what's really crucial is I think in the first 10, 15 minutes, a lot of people, I do believe in obviously establishing a relationship with the person that you're talking with, but you do want to also be, um, you do also want to be courteous of what it is that they're looking to achieve, right? So for instance, if you're in a job interview, the interviewer actually, if you're already in the job, the interviewer usually already knows that uh, that you have this resume and all of these things right so they don't necessarily want you to go from like a to z oh i i grew up here you know i i i got married blah you know and i um went to this school they don't necessarily want to know that so within the first 10 15 minutes you have to understand what it is that they're looking for right the interviewer now some people Right when some people are coming on, um, you know, an interview. They and I'm talking about job interviews in this case. They often go, "Well, you know what? Um, you know, I." Uh, and when somebody says, "Well, t- tell me about yourself," they go, "Oh, you know, I do this with." And they list all of their accomplishments. Right now, within that framework, it's okay if you want to list your accomplishments. That's fine. That's an okay approach. But I would say that within those first 10, 15 minutes, you do want to infuse uh, a few key elements and phrases that really resonate with what it is that you do. So if you are in a job interview and you're there really just to find, um, you know, uh, find a way to, I don't know, maybe move up the ladder, that that's something that you have to infuse if you're there really so that you have uh, a better work-life balance, right? You do want to infuse that too and make it known to them up front because the worst thing that you can do is having spent hours upon hours following up with each other, corresponding with each other. And then when the time comes and they go, oh, here's your job, they then you then go, well, actually, this is what I'm looking for. And I'm looking for better hours. I'm looking for blah, blah, blah. So that's, I think, the first mistake that I realize a lot of people do at interviews, particularly job interviews. Different, though, with podcast interviews, right? And uh, I think the best and I love all of my guests they're all absolutely terrific in their own way. I would say probably the best interviews that I've done are interviews where again within the first 10- 15 minutes the the guests who have their uh, certain expertises um, uh, that they want to share they are able to communicate just from one or two sentences what those expertises are while also sharing Sharing their own story, right? And their journey. And that's important because you don't want to sound like a robot and just go boom, boom, boom. This is all I'm doing, you know, because nobody, you know. Frankly, most people don't care. Like, you guys are probably listening to this. You don't care what I've done. Not at all. Like, that's not even a thing. Um, you know, the the story does matter. And I would think probably past, just beyond the story, I want to kind of, I, I encourage you guys to think of that first 10, 15 minutes as almost kind of like, um Instead of I know a lot of people think of it this way, they think of that that first 10, 15 minutes in an interview as like speed dating. Um, but that's I would actually encourage you guys to kind of go away from that and rather kind of think of it as a dinner party right? You go up and uh, let's say that you're invited to someone's place or some restaurant to get together with like 10 to 15 other people, right? And you have maybe two, maybe you're standing around and you're chatting with one or two other people, you know, and that's usually whatever it is that you normally do there within that first 10-15 minutes, that's not a bad kind of a concept to start with as far as your first 10, 15 minutes in an interview, whether that's a job interview or a podcast interview. Because, yes, at anyone who's listening, whether that's a podcast audience or a, a job interviewer, a hiring manager, or someone that you wanted to connect with for business, they need to sort of warm up to what it is that you have to say. It's so important. This is a small step, but it can really create this big, big impact in the long run, because if they don't feel like they know you it's hard to then connect the dots to um, you know the the expertise and all of the things that you can actually share so that's the first 10 15 minutes now i do want to share with you i think most people probably veer too hard to um, too hard on one end or the other they either go oh boom 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 this is what i've been doing this is starting from you know uh, accomplishments blah 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 that's really not the best one, um, best way to do it. And other people, though, still would go from this totally 100% personal journey uh, route from, you know, maybe even their high school all the way to now, which also isn't quite the balance that I think a lot of people are looking for. They're looking for a good, happy medium uh, between the two. So you can kind of think of your first 10-15 minutes in that way. Got it? Awesome. So that's that's the first 10-15 minutes. Now, once you've gotten to the first 10-15 minutes, right, there is definitely a balance that we have to be looking for when someone else is interviewing you, right? So the job interviewer. I think a lot of people think that when they walk into a job interview or a client interview that the person that they're talking with will be asking all of the questions and should be asking all of the questions, which actually is not necessarily the case. Right. Actually, a good, good interview, whether that's a job interview, client interview, podcast interview, whatever it is. You can kind of feel a conversation flowing where two people are chatting with each other, you know, exchanging ideas, right? Sharing what it is that they've been doing, some things that they still look forward to doing. So that's, you know, the next 15 to 30 minutes or so of your conversation. That's definitely where you need to take it. And keep in mind, it is a two way street. So as while you kind of, while you kind of allow the interviewer to really take the conversation to go a certain way, it is okay to to drop certain questions that maybe is related to your expertise, right? That can then tie the interviewer back into what it is that you're doing. That's not a bad idea. Now, I do want to highly, highly highlight because I do want to highlight that there is an art and science to self-promotion. I think there's a lot of people who ask me questions. Talia, how do exactly do I promote when I'm on these things? Like when I'm on a podcast interview, when I am on, um, you know, when I'm at a, at a career fair, when I'm, you know, calling and talking to other people. Now, I think there it is. It does take time to get used to this, and it is not very easy. But once you find the groove you then will realize, okay, well, this is really the happy medium where, where I intersect with their thoughts, right? So you do want to find that happy medium where they feel, other people feel safe asking questions to you, and they feel uh, also the a level of respect that you're giving to them because it is their platform, and they're the ones interviewing you on these job interviews. Uh, but at the same time, you know, after you give them that, that do, you then go, okay, you know what, this is some, these are some ideas. These are some things that I'm doing and really doing it. Again, you want to think of it almost like a, just kind of a dinner party. You're hanging out, not to be totally unprofessional, but you are, you know, you're, it's a conversation and it's not so much an interview. So that's actually, it really is a disservice that our whole society calls everything an interview. Now, I don't really prefer that word just because even at job interviews it's not really an interview you know they're, they're, they 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 want to know if you have any questions for them and um and you better you better have questions for them. If you don't have questions, what they uh, what they would take away from that is that you have very little or no interest in in uh, essentially the job that you're applying to, right? And the same thing goes with client uh, calls and and such. So if you don't have that reciprocity of hey, you know, I'm curious about what it is that you're doing and how we can help you know, help that advance, they they can sense that. So I think this is something that I would highly uh, encourage people to remember in their next, I want to say, 30 minutes, right, of their conversation, whether that's on, on a Zoom call, or a DM, or a, um, you know, again, and on any of the platforms, so important to kind of keep that in mind. Now, as far as the last 15 minutes of your 60 minute um, uh, of your last hour, right, of your hour, you do want to kind of uh, start to uh, take, I won't won't say take the reins, but uh, you do want to start to take charge of where the conversation is going. And I do mean this in the most sincere way, and you can definitely do this in a beautiful smooth way in in that you, you maybe ask some questions like, okay, how else can we make you know XYZ project better? And what else do you think is um do you do you want to look forward to or do you want to work on that I can also help? You know, and so with those types of open-ended questions, you then will have a way to offer your invaluable. Remember I always talk about being invaluable rather than just random value adds, it's, it's too much, you know, it's too much. Let's not keep doing adding value. It's just, it's a lot. Like I think um, I talked about this previously in, in, on the podcast and that sometimes I would look at my inbox and I see like literally 27,000 unopened mail. And this is not, it's not good. You know, I think a lot of people have this issue as well, because we, uh, I think a lot of people are trying to add value, but aren't thinking hard enough about how they can be absolutely invaluable, so valuable that it's hard to ignore, right? And I do remember, I remember the one or two or three people who have become invaluable to me and really stand out. It's because they think about what it is to, that, uh, that will make the one hour conversation absolutely memorable um, in their own way, that will still be uh, amazing, that will still mean that, you know, you, you win, they win, you know, everybody um, is in it together. So there are definitely ways to do that. Definitely, like I said, in the last 15 minutes, as you're wrapping up, you do want it to share. Uh, I know that in our uh, group, we in our industry, we talk about call to action a lot. I don't know if call to action is really the best way to, to do it if you don't yet have an offering. If you do um, already have an offering, absolutely. If you don't yet know what it is that you're offering, you're still kind of thinking about things and you're maybe perhaps just trying to build connections. Um, You do want to have a a good open ended question that helps other people to, um, to engage and continue to engage with you. So that is a 60 minute conversation. Okay. That's obviously just high level. There's so many layers about this. And I do share a little bit more about this. uh, On the show notes, there is a downloadable PDF that you can download immediately if you're in a bind. And if you're in one of these situations and you go, Talia, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. I thought that I've been doing things correctly, but then now it's crickets. No one's getting back to me. What should I do? download my free guide on my show notes, it will get you started. Obviously, there's so much more to talk about that I can't fit in this one podcast. But do go to the show notes and check that out. Now, I do want to talk about the six minute conversation the six minute conversation, how do you exactly stand out if you're only given minutes, if you're only given minutes to share what it is that you have to share, right? Uh, some of you guys know of, of this as well. I know that in Zoom rooms, you know, some people are part of different groups, they are often called upon to share something about what it is that they're offering, right? And so and, and yet yeah, you only have minutes, Right. And I think a lot of people who come to me and they are they're kind of like introverts, perhaps, and it takes them a little longer to explain what they're doing or they are looking for a deeper connection and a deeper relationship with people that they're speaking with. This can be really challenging. And yet um, so many, so many times I see fantastic, uh, skilled entrepreneurs, just amazingly well-intentioned business owners. Basically, throw the towel, you know, and just kind of give up on the whole thing because the six minutes and the five minutes and the three minute conversation does not engage, right? And that's very, very difficult because um, it's it's often, unfortunately, not good enough to have just um, a great offering. You might have the best anything in the world, but if people don't know how it helps them and how it serves them. Often within just a matter of minutes, right? They are going to move on to the next thing, or they're maybe they will never find the solution to their problem, which is such a disservice, you know, and they will go on years and years and years without ever finding someone half as good as you, half as talented, half as valuable. And so it is um, really our job to be sh- to make sure that all of these amazing people who are looking to be served by us to find us and to find us in a in a way that even, uh, even if it takes only a few minutes, they know immediately who to go to. So, so important. So, okay, why six minutes? Now, the reason why I, I choose six minutes is because yes, there is such a thing as a three minute rule, right? And you do see this a lot in, gosh, I mean, I know some people do Facebook lives. I don't, I'm not on Facebook at all. Uh, And, um, and then there are some people who are who are on Clubhouse, and that's a little bit different. And, uh, and it takes like a couple minutes, maybe even longer, sometimes for people, people to speak there. But what I find really interesting is that usually it is around less than five minutes, right? If you're in a format with bigger groups, and if you're called upon to share what it is that you have to say, this is it. So this would work in networking events. this would work even in sales calls right if they don't know you already, and this would work in um, zoom rooms, virtual conferencing, et etc, et cetera. So I think the question that we all want to know is, okay, what do I exactly say right and I have to I have to admit I think often when people go into too deep of a, a backstory it's often difficult for people to engage I think uh I think this is kind of similar to maybe movies or books that the first chapter you're reading it's like a huge description of you know the the tree is like this the the sound is like this right or even movies that you know for 15 20 minutes they they have like this other Uh, other kind of uh, backstory, it's a little bit difficult for them for audience, um, and definitely well intentioned audience, right, to to kind of continue the attention, right, and to keep their attention on you. So if you do have this amazing backstory, and an amazing um, story about what it is that you do, I would suggest keeping it to one, two, three sentences max. And by sentence, I do mean sentence, not like run-on sentences, right? Uh, so shorter three sentences, why you're coming, um, you know, why you're doing what you do, people that you serve, um, you know, and how, how is it a little bit different than others two to three sentences tops and that's usually that usually takes about you know 30 seconds anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute and a half right so that's kind of the pacing that you want to look for so if you're given 5 minutes to share something 6 minutes 3 minutes even that's already whatever it is right that's already like 50% or 30% of the time that you're given but don't forget, right, the reason why people bring you on the stage, people want to ask you a question is because they do want you to address something specific. So if you think about, um, you know, if you think about just kind of, uh, let's say, in, in networking events and conferences, right, live conferences, this is kind of the similar gist in that, yes, people are gracious enough to give you the microphone, but you don't want to abuse it. You don't want to abuse it. It's just not a good. And people can can sense when you just kind of keep going on and on, right? Um, they want to know a little bit about you, and they kind of wanted to to hear a little bit about it, and that's fine. And then move directly into the bigger topic that that's important for them, right? And I think when people send me pitches about wanting to be on podcasts, when people um, reach out to me wanting to be to work with me or to help uh, to to um, to have me teach them how to grow their business, they often, I think, forget that uh, most people have only minutes to look through some of these things. And, and they go on and on, and it's a little bit difficult for anyone, really, not even just myself, but anyone, uh, probably you guys included, you guys have probably experienced this as well, when when you read something and you're like, oh, I don't know, you know, it's just like f- basically like a whole page, and um, it, it isn't crisp enough, you want to be crisp. So the, that's really the structure. So if you think about the 60-minute structure, and then you compress it into... Uh, really just a, a crisp think of highlights, think of just the best parts, the most impactful parts, and really the more important parts, right? So as you open, you open with one, two, three things about yourself that you think is relevant. Relevant, right? Not just anything relevant. And then the middle of that five-minute pitch or five-minute conversation or five-minute share on stage that you have, that middle part has to to relate to the topic that everyone is talking about at that time. All right. So you share your invaluable ad there. And then at the end, then you can close out with again, like I said, always with the question, because that is what keeps the momentum going. And it keeps people to go, Oh, you know what, that's the gal, that's the person who, who talked about that. I do have a follow up question, I wanted to talk to them about this other thing, and so on and so forth. So keep that in mind. As you think about your opportunities to share what it is that you have to share with other people, because it is going to make a huge change um, it, that you you didn't realize uh, is is super important. And these are small changes, small changes that um, if you do this right, it's going to be amazing. Now, don't forget if you do need um, more kind of okay, what wh- more me to more action steps. Download my free guide on my show notes because it is so important if you do want to speak um, and be listened to, right, when you're on a client call, sales call, when you're on presentations, when you're presenting something in your office, when you're speaking on stage, on Zoom rooms or clubhouse rooms, and definitely when you're speaking on a podcast. This is so important. So be sure to not only hit follow, subscribe, add or collect and turn on the notifications for the show, but also to download it, it'll get you started and it'll give you some ideas on how to move forward. So growth solvers, let's keep growing.